And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. We interrupt this regularly scheduled programming for this special report. I'm Cole Johnson of Cole Sports, and this is your Why Not Sports Short. All right, everybody. Hey, this is a Why Not Sports Short, but I got a guy that blessed a flagrant two a few times. If y'all haven't heard it, first one is Why the Name MTV. And the second one, you live and you learn two dope episodes. And this gentleman felt like, hey, Murph, I, I can bless the Why Not Sports audience as well. And I'm going to be real, listeners. I, I said, dog, I, I know you're a very versatile guy, but how much you know about sports coming from Columbus, Ohio. And for my listeners out there know about Columbus, you think of the Buckeye State. And, sure. and those guys in the NCAA world. And now living in L.A. California. Y'all like that L.A. California. It's a lot going on in that in that city, in that state. So, but world, I got Mr. MTV, Mr. Miles, Mr. TVT, TNT, whatever he go by. Well, what's up, hey, big dog? All of it. All of it, man. Hey, just want to say thank you very much for having me on the show, man. This is your boy MTV of Poolside Chats. And I'm just here to, you know, talk a little sports with the big homie, man. I can't wait. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, I'm going I'm to start off, man. So, like I said earlier during the introduction, you born and raised in Columbus, Ohio. Yes, sir. How growing up, if you can just let the world know, how growing up in Columbus and being a huge Ohio State Buckeye fan, how 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 did that how was that growing up for you? Well, it, it was dope for a lot of reasons, man. Especially like people don't uh, don't realize a lot of times that being in Columbus, we don't have any pro teams. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, there's no profession, there's no NFL, there's no NBA, there's no MLB, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Ohio State, when we were growing up, was like a pro team. And luckily enough for us, we were blessed enough to have a team that lived up to those expectations. You know, the Buckeyes, as far as when it comes to football, one of the most storied programs in the history. You know, even yeah. if you look at basketball, they've had some, some great seasons here and there, both male and female. Right. You know, the females have made it to the Final Four, and that was uh, at a time when I was coming up. So Ohio State Buckeyes had a lot of legendary players to come out. A lot of people, even to this day, even if you look at your your Fox Sports, you're still going to see Jim Jackson talking on Fox Sports 1 all the time, and that's a Buckeye alum. You, you know talking about saying? the basketball player number 24, Jim Jackson? Hey, you already know Toledo, <laughs> Ohio's finest, man, came up out of OHIO. You know what I'm saying? 
number four overall draft pick. I forget exactly what year it was, but he was number four. You know what I'm saying? I think that was, uh, yeah. It was in the it was, early It was 90s. a while back. Yeah, it was a while back for sure. Yeah. Ohio State, man. Who else they have back then, man? Uh, the year that they went to the Final Four, man, it was Chris Gent. Jim Chris Gent, uh, uh, NBA world champion Chris Gent. Let's yep. go ahead and say that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Chris Gent, uh, Jim Jackson, Funderburk was on that team. Yep, Lawrence Funderburk, the big yeah, man. Yeah, Funderburk. Yep. Mark Baker was on that team. It was a dope squad, man. Dope squad. <laughs> hey, the list is like, oh, yeah, y'all going retro. I'm just saying, hey, 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 Ohio State and has some hoop now. Yeah, yeah I got to talk, I gotta talk about my show. era. Yeah, football, we, we, that'd be a whole. Two hour episode on itself, man. Like <laughs> Ohio State football has put so many people in the league, so many people in the Hall of Fame. Right. Speaking of Fox Sports One, like Chris Carter, Hall of Fame wide receiver, one of the best to ever do it, probably the best possession wide receiver of all time. Some question his sticky gloves, though. They're, they're just saying they, the question is gloves. Were they NFL certified? I'm just throwing it out there, not throwing hey, no shade. I'm just I'm, you know, we can discuss the gloves or we can discuss. The gold jacket, you know, we can discuss either one, baby. You know what I'm saying? But let me say something about that. So, and I, I'm already excited, man. I know we got more to add, but that makes that bring that brings up a numerous numerous questions I have. Why do people during their career give them a hard time? But when it comes to the achievement of achievements, which is the Hall of Fame, it's like they overlook those, or do they? Well, a lot of times, yes, and a lot of times, no. It's it's very situational. You know, again, being from Ohio, uh, one of the most egregious, you know, sins of not being in the Hall of Fame, in my particular opinion, is Pete Rose not being in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Right. Now, I understand he definitely gambled. We <laughs> all know it. But why is gambling the cardinal sin when he didn't cheat the game. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and it's nobody... legal now. Exactly. My list is like, okay, Merv, MTV, y'all own or something, but we just throwing that out there, man. So basically, yeah. he so needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Sometimes they overlook it, sometimes they don't. Pete Rose, Charlie Hustle need to be in the, in the Hall, man. Come on. Nobody played this. Like, the way, like especially like to, you know, to bring your, your listeners, like, like you know, because we might be talking about some things that might be before their time that they don't remember. Right. If you look at the way Russell Westbrook plays basketball today, yeah. that's the way Pete Rose played baseball. Yes, sir. 100% every single play. He did no plays off. He injured somebody's shoulder in an all-star game sliding in the home. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't even call it a slot barreling in the home. It's yeah, like, no, this is go. how I play. Like I only know one way to play. And yeah. that's the way that's the way Westbrook does it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna give you everything he, he has every single day. And I'm gonna you know add to I mean? Westbrook later on in the show, so just keep that in mind, big brother. One hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to talk about everything you everything you put on the plate, man. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get my knife and fork, man. Yes, uh, I appreciate that. So it's a couple of more things as far as Ohio State and, and their basketball um history and basketball alumni. So you got Greg Oden, you got Mike Conley. Yes, sir. Michael Red too. The lefty. Yes, sir. Yeah. 
D'Angelo Red. Scooney Sco- Penn, right? D'Angelo Red. D'Angelo Russell, I mean, to say, yeah, Scooney. I don't know if Scooney made it to the league, but he definitely had a hell of a, 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 a overseas career. Yeah. Definitely yeah. played. I'm just letting you know when it comes to, come to, come to this thing called basketball and, and history, hey, people slept on Scooney Penn, though. Scooney was nice. Because it was Scooney and Mike Red. That, that, that was the one two punch for us, man. And he was, was a floor general, punch. and I think yeah. Michael Red after even even Michael Red was a, a Olympian, he was an All Star, but he had that point guard and Scooney Penn that made his job so much easier. He was a floor right. general, and he made sure 100. Mike was in his hot spots to be successful. 100. So shout out for people like that that's getting you know they're getting recognized on why not sports, but as far as that upper level really didn't get the love or respect right. I felt they deserved. And that's going to lead me to Westbrook. How can a man, and I've told this to numerous people in the street. I've said it on the show. Big Roy, what up, big dog? Ro boy, turn up, Ro. That's the co-host of Why Not Sports. How turn can up. Russell Westbrook give you back-to-back seasons with a triple-double, play with passion, bringing money into the NBA, when it comes to the final three candidates for the NBA MVP, and my list is like, Merv, you, you got a good point. And I'm just, I, until I find a good answer, how come he wasn't even a finalist, let alone the MVP? And he did it back-to-back seasons. And he and, plays and, with passion. But see, this is the thing. I have such an issue with the way that, NBA MVP is awarded every single year. Come on. A lot of times they just give it to somebody because we didn't we haven't given it to them before <laughs> or because you know what I mean? And I'm not trying to diss Russ cuz I think Russ is dope, but Russ got it last year just because he hasn't gotten Ooh. it yet. And Harden got it this year just because he hasn't gotten it so yet. So it should have flip-flopped. They out here giving out participation awards, man. You know what I'm saying? They really are. And then, and I maybe I'm biased, but maybe I'm just looking at it with the clearest set of eyes that you can look at it. How is LeBron James not the MVP every year? Come on, right. every year. Are you just talking like that? Not here in LA. Well, he was in Cleveland. You weren't. Uh. I definitely was saying that. Hey, I'm an Ohio cat, so you know I'm saying. Even when he was in Miami. So let's think about it. When LeBron came to Cleveland, they were a lottery team. Yeah. While LeBron was there, they were a finals team. Right. When LeBron left Cleveland, they went back to being a lottery team. Right. When LeBron was in Miami, they were champions and a finals team. When right. LeBron left Miami, they were a lottery team. <laughs> and he went back to Cleveland, who was again a lottery team. They became champions, became a perennial finals team, and now he's left, and he's joining a team that missed the playoffs. Let's see what happens. I guarantee they be in the playoffs this year. Who? The Lakers. The, no, 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 not, not the Cavs, not the Cavs. Oh, I'm just making sure. I'm yeah, like, yeah, bro, nah, they I'm, I'm, to, saying, uh... I'm saying wherever, where, see, people always rag on LeBron and say, oh, LeBron always forms super teams. No, LeBron creates the super team. Once LeBron is there, the team is now super. Everybody else is 
tag it. You know what I'm saying? Like yes, they sir. want to say, oh, he formed. He, he's the creator of the super team. First and foremost, like that's not even true. Right. We can take it back to the Lakers back in the day when it was Gary Payton, Carl uh, Malone, joined Shaquille and Kobe. You know Come what I'm on. saying? We can talk about Dennis Rodman joining the Bulls. We, I mean, we can talk about a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. But LeBron does not join super teams. LeBron creates super teams mm-hmm. because he is that super. I can't argue. You see that. what I mean? I can't and argue. Then, that. And so that's my that's my response to your question about Westbrook. Why is he not one of the finalists for this particular award? Because he really should not have wanted to begin with. Mm. They kind of just gave it to him, and I'm not I'm not knocking Westbrook's. Even talent. though that's the first time in a long time since the big old Oscar Robinson averaged a triple double. The triple double is not as rare as it used to be. Like if you look and and no knock on Big O, no knock on Russ, average not just for you know maybe two total games. He averaged. I feel what you're saying. No, I agree. It's not easy to do. But if you look at the number of triple doubles from the year when Oscar Robinson did it, that, that happened that season, and if you look at the number of times the triple double happened when Russell did it. Triple doubles are so much more normal. LeBron averaged a triple double for the whole finals a year ago. True, but that's only so many games. So we talking about throughout I, a season. I, no, I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying the triple double is a lot more normal now than what it was when the Big O did it. It's, a, it's like it's, it's not it's not like it's not like a huge thing to say. Oh, such and such got a triple double. Now I agree. Him averaging it for the whole season is monumental, especially doing it two years back to back. That's historic. No one else can ever say that they've done that. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, what he did was dope. But if you take Russell Westbrook off of that team, how much does it change OKC's uh, ability to to win and ability to play, as opposed to taking LeBron off the Cavs? You know what I'm saying? You take Harden off the Rockets, CP3 still doing his thing. They still having a great season. Yeah. You take LeBron off the Cavs, they are bums. They are bums. MTV, you 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 you're alpha male. You're a leader. You're a go-getter. What type of team do you want? A team once you leave, they fall off or a team once you leave, they can still keep the pieces going, but you're still instrumental in their success. Well, for me, I definitely want a team that, with or without me, they still can have success. Thank because you. I don't want—I don't want a team leaning on me for their success. Because, for one, if you always got to lean on me, who can I lean on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna have a one game, 82, 82 games. Yeah. Or even like you know, even if we talking football, I'm not gonna have a one game, sixteen games. Right. And and also too, you got to understand. Uh, I played free safety, so if you always leaning on me to save you, like you know, if I if I bite on one play action, the game over. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I want a team where we all have our role and we all fill our role and we all can expect to lean on one another. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Warriors got the perfect setup. And I hate to, you know, compliment the Warriors because I, 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 I hate them so much. <laughs> but, I mean, if Steph have a bad game, KD going to have a great day. Mm-hmm. If KD have a bad game, Clay going to have a great game. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's it like it never has to be a situation where I got to lean on LeBron. 
I got to lean on, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody is capable of giving you 30 at any given moment. Even if somebody don't get you, Draymond can get you 20 at least. Yeah. Every so often. But on the flip I mean? side, they were saying from what I've been hearing in the streets is that LeBron likes to be the person that they like to lean on. So when he's not there, like a Cleveland and they fall, it's kind of like, you know, give King James his props and give him more you know, recognition than what the media is doing anyway for what he has done. Because once you leave, like you said, they just fall off the face of the earth. I feel, I feel you. But I don't feel like LeBron, this is obviously just opinion. It's not like I sat down to have a conversation with him earlier today. You know what I'm saying? But I don't feel like it's that way because it seems like he's always acknowledged that he needs some help. Like he's never been like, oh, I can do this all on my own. He's always kind of acknowledged the fact that he that he wants his teammates to step up and do this and do that. You know what I'm saying? And he never would have left and went to Miami and, and and teamed up with Dwayne Wade if he felt like this is all on me. I can do it all myself. I think he I think he acknowledges that team aspect. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree, but I'm just saying now that he got his rings, it's kind of like. You know, I'm going to go back to how it once was when I first started. Because people, again, my list is like, okay, Murph, you're bringing up some valid points. When he was balling, look at the first Cleveland Cavaliers team. They had Mo Williams, I think Anthony Parker, Zadrona Silgoskis, and they got swelled by hashtag go Spurs go. He like, bro, I can't do this no more. Went to that solid team, including Bosh, UD, you know what I mean, did they thing. But after that, after that success, kind of like, man, I'm going to go back to Cleveland. Of course, Kyrie was already there. Kevin Love came through. They fall hard because they lost the first year to Golden State. Then they ended up winning the second year. But that second year, again, Kyrie had to go 40. Yeah. LeBron had to go, you know, 40 just so they can scrape that victory. And I'm not knocking Draymond for getting ejected, but that helped. But I think I, that, that was the last final push. I felt like LeBron was like, yeah, I, I I won't be able to win again. And it showed. Well, I think I honestly win a title we, with that. Had 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 we not traded Kyrie and also even the year beforehand, had Kyrie not got injured in that overtime of that game one, I think we had an opportunity to compete and possibly win two or maybe three out of the three instead of just the one out of the three. Uh it's tough. It's tough, though, man, especially when Golden State added uh, Kevin Durant, when they already right. a 70, 73 and 9 team. And That's then right. you add, hands down, a top two player in the world yeah. to uh, an arguably best team of all time. It's yeah. really hard to compete with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's real. That's real. That's real. And. I, I, I'm still focused back on the state of Ohio, Ohio State, because I'm, I'm, I know I'm going everywhere with this. But now, the football program. Are you, are you still an Ohio State fan? First of all, oh, one hundred percent, and and that will never change. Okay. That will never change. You know what I'm saying? Like Ohio State is definitely something that is near and dear to my heart. You know what I'm saying? So Ohio State playing in L.A. You still go for Ohio State? 
Oh, without question. I'm, I'm showing up to the USC game or UCLA, <laughs> wherever it is, with, 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 with my scarlet and gray. You know Copy what I'm saying? That. Copy that. So, when you think of Ohio State and the great history they had with college players, in your opinion, why do more than half of them don't really make it a very successful NFL career? Uh, well, that's that's true about, you know, the majority of, of college sports, you know what I'm saying, to be, you know, across the board. Because if you if you look at the number of D1 programs and the number of players on those rosters and then compare it to the number of professional slots that are available, you know what I'm saying, it's just simple mathematics. It's, it's not going to be able to, to, to translate all of the talent across the board, if that makes sense. True, true, true. But I'm talking about the key outstanding athletes from Ohio State, like the captains, the Heisman winners, or the ones that had some prestige awards in college but went to that next level. Well, I mean, again, the same could be said. I mean, like, you could look at, like, Tim Tebow, who had no – who had no – he was, like, probably one of college football's greatest athletes of, of all, all time. Times. That's a good And he point. had absolutely no – no success in the NFL. Well, see, you that's the I mean? question. See, and that's why I'm glad you're on this show. Because people still want Tebow to go back to the NFL. Tebow is still getting props on kneeling during the National Anthem, one. Well, he, he, he didn't kneel during the National Anthem. That's a, that, that's a myth. That's not the truth. He, uh, he actually he, he kneeled uh, uh, for certain – like, like after uh, – like he, he kneeled after touchdowns, but he never kneeled during the National Anthem. I saw that. I saw that same report in that meeting. Right. That's, and, not, and, that's and, not true. Yeah, and and, and, I, and again, that's why I'm glad you won. So that's why I'm just. So yes, but but just the fact that he kneeled, and I'm just saying, you know, the media tend to stretch it. So, but yeah, I yeah, knew definitely. he was kneeling because he he's a Christian, so he exactly. he prays exactly. And and, and 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 I don't know about you, but it's times when I'm submitting myself, I might kneel or bow my head. You know 100. what I'm saying? So. But again, that's like to your point. That's not disrespecting the flag or the NFL. But that at all. season, at all, that he had with Denver, even though he was unorthodox, and I'm not saying I'm a big Tim Tebow fan, but he still led a playoff contender team or contending team to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. And after that year, he was no longer. A starter in the NFL. Is it because, like, uh, if, if if you look, Trent Delfer has a Super Bowl ring. You know what I'm saying? And well, he's he, with the he, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Uh, that was, was Brad Johnson. Ravens. That was Brad Johnson, who was all, all equally as trash. Trent Delfer got his with the Ravens. Okay. And, like, you, you can look at a quarterback like a Trent Delfer. You can look at a quarterback like a Brad Johnson. Even, I'll even give you, I'll even bring up Eli Manning, who has two rings, who is terrible. <laughs> Terrible, but you got a guy like Warren Moon who has zero. You got a guy like Dan Marino who has zero. You got a guy like Jim Kelly who has zero, and Jim Kelly had four shots at it. Yeah, with the Buffalo Bills, him and exactly. Thomas, Andre Reed. Come on, man, a dynasty. Yeah, a dynasty. Anybody who disrespects that that uh that uh, early nineties Buffalo Bill. team, yeah. Y'all nuts. Y'all just don't. Y'all just not, <laughs> not paying attention to sports. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like. With the NFL, especially, see, like basketball is more of a one player can really change the entire team. Whereas 
the NFL has proven a team is really a team. Like you really do need 11 on offense, 11 on defense, 11 on special teams, subs, situational coaches, training, like everything. Everything really comes into play when it comes to the NFL. And that's why I respect the Patriots so much because they have been doing it for so long. Facts. With whoever is back there. And (laughs) under discrepancies or backlash. Right. You know, it definitely definitely been some controversy here and there. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to act like that ain't true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, to, to answer, to, to get back to, I feel like I kind of avoided the question a little bit. That's cool. To get back to get why. Uh, hey, but that's why you a host of, we ain't even talk about the, your shows either, but, yeah, go ahead. Hey, you, you a host you know, of a yeah. show, too, so I'm we, basically, yeah, I was going to get bring back it to back. it. Go and bring it back, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But, like, a lot of times, man, like, the system can be the reason why a player has success. A lot of times, that's real. Uh, one or two good games could be the reason why a player had like a lot of uh, accolades and whatnot. You know, like, like you know how it is. Oh, exactly, exactly. Because like it, a great a great example is Troy Smith and Jamarcus Russell. The year that they were college quarterbacks, yep. nobody was really ranting and raving about Jamarcus Russell. Troy Smith was That's getting what he a was lot with, of... That's he was with LSU, right? With LSU, yeah. Okay. And Troy Smith had a lot of accolades, a and lot of noise. Buckeye. getting Troy Smith, the Buckeye. Yeah, Troy Smith is a Buckeye, okay. yes. Okay, okay. Making sure my listeners in, like, okay, Murph. Dog, I do this, but go ahead, big dog. You can't <laughs> And then they went into bowl season. And I yep. can't remember who USC played, but they blew them out. It was something terrible. Mm. They they bust their heads. And Jamarcus Russell all of a sudden is the, the next greatest, best, oh, my God, this dude is this, this dude is that. And then – Ohio State went and played them Florida boys. Speaking of Tim Tebow and Chris Leak, and it was ugly. Oh my God, it was ugly. I don't know if you remember my my bro, the big homie, bro. Yeah, I remember. Forty four to three, we got towed out the frame. So Troy Smith, who should have been a late first round, early second round pick, drops down to like the fourth or fifth round. Yeah, Jamarcus Russell, who never should have even. Like maybe sixth, seventh round or something ends up going like number, number one overall. Yep, yep, number one. Biggest bust of all time. Ooh, biggest bust of all time. There's never been a a, a worse number one overall pick. <laughs> never. Copy never. that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And Troy Smith over Ryan had, Leaf. Oh, I'm, I'm Jamarcus Russell was trash, bro. Ryan Lee. Okay, I'm just throwing it out <laughs> I'm a, there, big I'm dog. Go, yeah, okay. I'm going to go Jamarcus Russell was my number one. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sorry. Ryan And Ryan Lee, he, he was bad. He was bad. Tom Marinovich was bad. But Jamarcus <laughs> Russell was trash. Hey. I remember one of the things that was like his big like claim to fame at the uh, – as when he was getting drafted, like he can throw the ball seventy yards from one knee. Who wow. cares? Yeah. What is so what? Yeah. When, when is, like when is that skill ever going to try? Like like when is it you going to be on one knee and need to throw the ball seventy yards? Yeah. That's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So, but like and Troy Smith, who was a quality player, and to this day, had he not had he not got sick. And because I don't remember, I don't know if you remember uh, the quarterback uh, shootout between uh, Flacco and 
Troy Smith in Baltimore. Yeah. Troy Smith was ahead, and then he got sick and wasn't able to play the last two preseason games, and Flacco ended up getting the starting job. True, but also because of that, and my list is the ones that really are tuning in to this sports talk, that's when they was like, well, because Flacco hot, you might have to be a receiver. Then they want to make Troy Smith a receiver? And I, I hate that so much, especially Troy, because Troy's not a big dude. Right, like, but uh, but then they make him a receiver. They was attempt. Well, they did make him a receiver, but they, that's when it. That's they when they told to. him he needs to play another position. Yeah, and I I didn't like because Troy's a good quarterback. I know he really well, is. Throwing it out there. No, I I feel you. And like Flacco, in my opinion, that's another one that got a Super Bowl ring that is highly <laughs> overrated. Highly overrated. He got and he, and, he, and, he, and he got a check after he got his Super Bowl, and he hasn't been anywhere. But I promise. Hey, I put. I put. I bet you. Uh, what's my man? Uh, Lamar Jackson. Oh, uh, bet you. From, yeah, 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 yeah. Bet you he makes some noise in Baltimore this year. It's gonna be the same bet situation. He, I'm glad you brought that. It's gonna be the same situation like with Troy Smith. Mm-hmm. Well, they're gonna go. They're gonna go toe for toe. And then something happened, quote unquote. And then Flacco gets the start. I'm just just saying, big dog. Keep, keep, nah, keep mark my words. I think it's going to be reversed. I think Flacco going to start the season off, and something going to happen. But they're going to throw Lamar in there, and it's but they be remember very... they was trying to make Lamar the same thing though, big dog. Trying to make yeah. him well, maybe he should be a receiver. Mm-hmm. Maybe he should do defensive secondary. I'm just saying from what I read before he even got drafted. They do that with black quarterbacks all the time. Mm, come on. All the time. All the time. Black quarterback. We can see, like, the quarterback position is seen as, like, the highest level of the football field. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And all the time they want to pretend like black quarterbacks aren't smart enough to play the position. The only reason why we excel at the position is because of our athleticism. Like... They just—I feel like it's—it's a—it's a bigger underlying issue than just the fact that these particular players don't have the ability to do it. Because mm-hmm. they do. Deshaun Watson proved that. Michael Vick proved that. Doug mm-hmm. Williams proved that. Warren Moon proved that. What you know about Doug Williams? Man, come on. <laughs> you know. What and he's—he's he's another underrated quarterback. Very underrated. He got a Super Bowl. Yes, sir. Eighty-nine with the Redskins. Yep. Yep, without question. But then you think of some more football greats from Ohio State. The one that played running back, Eddie um, George. Eddie George. He had a he had a solid career. Very solid career. Oh yeah, I, I think are you talking about Maurice. I hope you got yep, about Maurice. Yep, Mr. Claret. Mr. Claret. Man, and and uh, that was I was still in Ohio at the time. Man, Maurice just really was a victim of allowing his fame and the people around him mm-hmm. to 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 take him to a place where he didn't need to be. Right. Maurice Maurice didn't have the right people around him, man. He didn't have no center of gravity. Nobody was keeping him grounded. And then those mob ties, man, from like young like people start putting money in his pocket and like, "Hey, when you make it to the NFL, just, you know, don't worry, you know, and Maurice was in, was 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 indebted to so many people, and was it, it? He just had to, he had the wrong circle around him, man. Had Maurice, yeah. you know, what I'm saying, had a better 
at a better inner circle and people like really like like that had his best interests in mind and it really was for him and not yeah. for themselves he could have been great he could have really been great because he was a a freak of nature yes and he, he was and he was another one of those types just gonna give you everything you got right every play right every play i don't know if you remember or not but that national championship game against miami I remember. when Cren when the, the interception was thrown Maurice went and took it back. It was from yeah. Sean Taylor, too. And Sean Taylor ain't no slouch, man. Rest in peace, Sean Taylor. Yep, yep. Sean Taylor picks off the pass. Maurice runs him down and takes the ball back from him. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep, they won so, that championship in 02. Yep. And, uh, you know, it was a controversial call at the end, but we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll take it. And, 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 and that's why, Big Dog, that, that you on this show represent Ohio State. And I spoke on these guys, these two guys, Troy Smith, because Troy Smith, even to this day, still having off-the-field problems. Mm-hmm. I think I think the most recent one was like a DUI. And then, of course, we talked about Claret. So it's just kind of like – and not just with Ohio State. I'm just saying that because of Ohio State, those two right. guys come to mind as far as off the field. But that's one of the things – now I'm turning the, the conversation just a little bit. That's why I have a lot of mad respect for you because you know brothers out here, men out here, people out here need the right circle or mentors. And I know you, know, you accepted me with open arms first meeting me, even though people outside might have thought two alpha men – Two hosts of dope podcasts. People are naturally grown, you know, drawn to these people. But we put our egos aside. We make that happen. Number two, you have a, a Facebook group where you, you know, add insight and give tips and tools to not only help us grow, but more resources to help everybody else. Exactly. Kind of look at things that they might not have known. So I definitely want to salute you for that and just say, just for them athletes that got into some mess or off the field or off the court problems, it all it goes back to those who believe in you, who invest in you. And on the flip side, they who to say they wasn't stubborn? But I know we're making attempts, especially in this case, you're making attempts to make sure that just people as a whole are doing the right thing. You gave back to, you know, events. I know in Vegas you did your thing with supporting that. And, of course, your show, my show, just as a whole, man, even outside of, you know, this podcast game or any events, you know, just where you work at, just being that mentor and kind of a shining light to to people and men especially of color, just saying that, hey, no matter what, you, you got somebody that you can lean on. Without question, bro. Without question. And, like, that even kind of goes back to, like, I think every single time me and you speak on the phone, and huge shout-out to you, bro. You do a great job of making sure we keep the lines of communication open, man. That's that's a wonderful thing, and I really appreciate appreciate that. that. It's about relationships, man, for real. Without question. And I I think every single time we have a conversation, we always get back to the same underlining theme of iron sharpens iron. (laughs) Yes, sir. Every yes, single sir. time we talk about that, yeah. and like that's exactly what that inner circle is about. Right. That's exactly what that the Facebook group is about, and it's just like all too often people try to want to do something for someone because they're going to get some type of return. Mm. I want to create a culture of yo. If you got the knowledge, why not share it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you can help someone else, why not help? Yep. You know what I'm saying? If it's not hurting you in any type of way to help somebody, why would you not help them? Come on. And that's a that's a thing that really like 
brought Maurice down because everybody that was around him was all about themselves. Mm-hmm. Nobody was about him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and then that's where, like, if you look at LeBron, like, we can even take it back to that. If you look at LeBron's inner circle, married his high school sweetheart. His manager, agent, is, is like the high school home. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's all his people that he came up with. Help it's me, all the same help circle. you type of mentality. You know what I'm saying? And Rich Paul now is probably one of the biggest agents in the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like all about if your inner circle and those that's most connected to you have your best interests at heart and you have their best interests at heart, how can you not succeed? Come on. And in situations where you look at Maurice, you know what I'm saying? And that's where it really like came tumbling down. You know what I'm saying? And like even like... uh, Another Ohio State uh, alum, if you look at uh, Beanie Wells, who had a great career with the Arizona Cardinals, yep. he, he had a he had a setback where it was somebody in his family got him tied up in some mess. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So like it's like if those around you don't got they they all worried about what you could do for them and how they can, you know, get something off of you or because of you, it, it's it's hard to be successful. Yeah, yeah, and like you said, Beanie Wells, man, better known as Chris Wells. Come on now, all right. Get drafted in, in two thousand nine, so that's not even ten years ago, right? And out the league, and was a great player, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, and and then I mean that can lead to the next thing. They was talking about uh, you know, leading to him, you know, having that uh, that brain injury. And seeking treatment. So I, I really think CTE and concussions and all of that is going to end up being the downfall of the NFL, man. Yeah. All this information is coming out now. A lot of uh, a lot of parents nowadays don't want their children playing football at all. Yeah. And shout out to Q, and shout out to Go D. I had a Why Not Sports short about a month ago. Will you allow your kids to play any sport? And it was it was an interesting discussion. So for those listeners mm-hmm. out there, first time listeners, appreciate y'all tuning in. But yeah, check out uh, the Why Not Sports short of about a month ago with Go D and Q. It was basically just asking, will you let your kids play any sport? It was interesting, very interesting. It's it's something that you really have to think about because it's different than you know when we was coming up, Murph. You know what I'm saying? Like that was just normal. Like, yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Here go this football. Get on out there. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? We out there. Make we out there. Y'all playing tackle football with no equipment, nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now, even with the most sophisticated, with the greatest equipment possible, with the, you know, with the, uh, all the leaps and bounds that technology has made, you still putting yourself at risk. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, do. Is the is the is the reward outweighing the risks? Yeah. It's a it's a tough question, and you yeah. know I I don't have any children, so it's hard for me to answer whether or not I would allow my child to play. I feel like I would because I love the sport so much. Right, I love football, man. Right, I love football. Yes, you know sir. Especially saying? like you said, played that free safety position. Oh man, man, and I I like to hit cats, man. So I so like to hit. so you let me <laughs> find out you like you was like the Ronnie Lott when you was playing. R- Ronnie hit a little harder than me. I like. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ronnie, Ronnie cut his finger off at, the, at halftime of a yeah, game. Yeah, man. So he, so he, he had to come out. Uh, I would, me personally, and obviously I'm nowhere near the actual talent level of these two individuals, but I, I like to feel like I played the game the way Sean Taylor and the way Ed Reed played it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that was my mindset. Like, Ed Reed was a more finesse-free safety, but he could still lay you out when need be. But he was he, he was more finesse. Yeah, Ed Reed, what, like, Ronnie Lott was a big dude. Sean Taylor was a big dude. Like, yeah. these dudes was was laying wood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, Ed Reed wasn't a big guy. He wasn't really a big guy. He was more finesse. He was more And this was smart. Uh, Safety from the Baltimore Ravens, right? From the Ravens, yeah. He was Miami Hurricane, got drafted by the Ravens, played a lot of years with the Ravens. I think he ended his career with the Texas, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, 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 yep. He played a lot with Ray Lewis. So I'm just making sure, you know, for the listeners out there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Ed yeah. Reed probably is my my uh, second favorite player of all time. Number one favorite player of all time going to be Deion Sanders, man. It's hard to argue with primetime. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's hard to argue with primetime. But yeah, I, I I I would like to say that when I when I did play, I played similar to Ed Reed. Okay. Obviously, not not saying I was anywhere near the skill level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you had to choose, if I say, hey, who would you say your game was close to? Ed, Ed Reed, definitely, Talk because Ed Reed was so cerebral with it too, man. Yeah, he like. Like if you ever look at any Ray Lewis interviews talking about Ed Reed, he said it's the only person to watch more film than me. Was mm. Ed Reed? You know what I'm saying? And that's why we're talking about him today on Why Not Sports. So, One, Yeah, without question. Learn your craft. Eat, sleep, breathe your craft. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to manifest. Without question. And, and I know we're talking about sports, but I, I really feel like it, it's time for me to say this, man, because you, you, you see me from the trip again. Thank you, man, for reaching out and, and staying, communicating and staying open to, you know, uh, the communication piece with me because that Vegas trip really was the fuel I need to help me for the rest of this year. Man, without question. Without um, question. Flagrant 2 is now on Spotify. Of course, mm. Why Not Sports is on Spotify. So I have two platforms that's on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and constantly branching out and opening doors for different audiences, even though Definitely. it's the same person. So I thank you for that support, that encouragement. But I say that to say is that I love what we do as a content creator, as a host, working with dope men and women of color of all walks of life and still all be over myself. When you first that- meet me, and this is the feedback that you've given me, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really want to boast on myself. And listeners, don't be laughing if you said, "Murph, we know how you can be." I said, <laughs> I'm just saying what my brother has told me. When we first met, the first thing I told him was, "Bro, you can be the man out of everybody in this room." And you was like, "No, nah, bro, you the man." I said, "Dog, I ain't, even, I ain't even saying nothing to nobody." It's called self confidence. It's called humility. And in the word, God will give you more when you're humble and give you less when you running with pride. I'm just paraphrasing that just to let yeah. people know. That's a fact, though. That's a fact. And, like, just to, just to uh, 
you know, like you don't have to toot your own horn because I'll toot it for you. you know <laughs> I appreciate it. It's it, it's it's a fact, bro. Like just, just the second you walked in the room, it's a it's a certain aura, it's a certain you know change. Of, it's a it's a change of energy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's impossible that. to have negative energy when D Murph walks in the room. It's I like, appreciate that. Whatever negative was going on, let's talk about something else now. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. No, I appreciate you gotta that, be, man. I think it was Paco that said this to me. Paco, Black Paco of the Paco and Nini show. He said, D Murph is the most positive dude I've ever met in my life. Like he's, it's, it's, it's like, even if he's having a bad day, you would never know. That's 100. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? And like, I feel like just, I'm on your show now, but I'm going to just add to that. I, I've been through a lot, man. I, I feel like I've been through hell. I've been through, you know, uh, losing a house, losing cars, you know, damn near lost, you know, some years from my from my daughter. And, mm. I, and I told myself, Lord, if you get me through that, I, I have I have no reason to complain or be negative. And here I am today as the big homie. <laughs> That's real, bro. That's real. And like. Especially, man, because uh, you know, I, I know that we did. This is a an episode, just just not necessarily supposed to go for seventeen hours. But one of these days, I want to just sit and talk to you about the NCAA and <clears throat> what it's like to be a D one athlete and how they really don't prepare you Facts. for life's trials and Facts. tribulations and what you got coming ahead. Facts. You know, but, so but what did I say early in the show about Troy Smith, Maurice Claret? It's taking people like us, man, to be like, yo, we know what it's like in the real world. Right. Whether you're an athlete or not, we trying to give you the gems and the game to help you be prepared. Because I, I wasn't really prepared. But Oh, without question. And and they're not they not gonna help you. They not. Like to, to, to any any collegiate athlete, whether you D one, whether you D three, whether you scholarship, whether you walk around, right. it needs like it needs to be mandatory to have like a life coach. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And and so, I'm gonna just say this too. I'm fortunate, man, that my university, my alma mater, like yo Murph, come on through. And that's Texas A&M University Corpus Christi because they see now with the success I'm having, they like yeah, you can really keep some guys in line and like you said more mm -hmm. like a life coach going up there at least you know once a year for that purpose or for that reason so and yeah, it's but great I coming, talk about it's, it because it's, it's it's different it's great coming from you too because you lived it you yeah. know you can actually speak on that traveling you know what i'm saying trying to do school still trying to play still trying to live a a, a teenage lifestyle by going out, just having fun. So it was, right. it was yeah, I got a few stories, big dog. And I appreciate oh, the invitation. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> Without question. Because and, and especially like like you said, man, y'all 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 teenagers, man. And they, and they, they they throw grown man responsibility at you and think it's a, it's just regular. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even if we look at the NBA, like we, we got grown men in the NBA that's still not able to handle Come on. The fame and the accolades and the and the pressure of what they expecting y'all to handle at 17, 18, 19 years old. Come on. Yep. So don't get me started on the NCAA. Come on, man. man. <laughs> That'll be 
we'll we'll be we'll be on Wide Down Sports for for twenty seven hours. Hey, bro. come on! They'd be like, uh, Murph, you need to break this down to uh, three books, right? Uh, <laughs> It'll be a full trilogy, a full trilogy. One of my partners, man, he he played D one uh, football for Kansas State. He was a corner up at Kansas State. I'm gonna get him on my on my platform here soon and that's a bit he, he, he's got a lot to say about <laughs> about the ncaa man and i just really i can't wait to really talk sit and talk about it man because it's one of the most crooked crooked just scams it's a in business all of, it's a business for sure yeah and, 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 and it's a crooked business at that get as yeah. much as you can out of it while you can because once you done whether your eligibility is up and or you graduate more times than not that's it yep as far as how they treat you or how they look at you without question and sometimes it's not even when your eligibility is up or once you graduate maybe they just got a better recruit that came in underneath you you know what i'm saying facts and that's like, like the real world though big dog yeah, it's the same yeah. mindset where you currently if, working at or where you worked at before. It's the same don't, concept. Yeah, don't think your job is safe come just because man, you've been there on. for three, four, five, six, seven years. Don't think just because you got on. seniority. Come on, there ain't somebody up under the, you. That's what. That's why the big homie is taking strides in this game called life, and I'm giving you some gems and kind of my experience with the help of. My dog next to me, man, or on the other end, MTV, because that's real. I go to work or this podcast game. I'm like, anybody come and just take me off the throne. Without question. And I, and I say that humbly, even though I'm giving my all and people can yeah. see it or hear it or feel it. But I still got that mindset like I'm I still got a lot of work to do. I'm, I'm not yep. even close to reaching my potential. Yep. The same energy you get on this mic, the same energy I, you give at, I give at work, the same energy as a family man. I just it's just I just not able to get comfortable because it's a guy out. I know this is for more of the flagrant too, but it's a guy out there willing for me to slack off so he can take my wife and turn take mm. my kids. Come on, mm. sitting over there with his warm up song. Hey, just, hey, just, hey, Merv, I'm watching you, boy. You better slip up once. I'm gonna slide right man. on in. And I'm not saying that that's the case, but I have to think with that mindset so I can keep 100%. on pushing. 100%. Same with this podcast game. Oh, Murph, you got a couple of platforms, man. I got three, and they all doing this, and I'm on satellite radio. Hey, okay, who are you? Okay, cool. At work. Oh, man, Murph, you doing this. Oh, but I can do this better than you. And what? 100%. And, man, so I'm just saying, man, I know this is kind of off topic, but for the same topic, you know, just so to speak, hey, man, don't let off the gas. Keep your foot on people's neck and 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 continue to surround yourself with like-minded people that's going to support you, lift you up because again, I've been through hell and back. But I got people like this who's rocking with me and as I continue to grow. We iron sharpens iron. We're going to continue to get stronger and, and this guy I tell you, he asked me I'm going to tell him. I really, you know, don't have nothing to hide, you know what I'm saying? So Without question, uh, but I, I appreciate you, big dog. We 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 put in we put in some time on the show. I know I'm I'm like you. We we can talk. We can talk all type of subjects, topics. Yeah, definitely. That's one of the reasons, man. I really enjoy you inviting me on your platform, big homie, because you know we we might we might intend to talk about this, this, and this, <laughs> but the, the, the the conversation just flows so naturally. Yeah. we end up talking about that, that, and that. Yeah, you know, and it, but it just it just flows naturally. It's yeah. just, you know what I mean? So. I really appreciate every single time you invite me on your platform and allow me to just sit back and you know, have some good conversation with you. Because I can talk sports all day. You know what I'm saying? We can talk basketball, football. 
whatever. Yeah. You know yep, what I'm saying? Yep, 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 yep. And that's why, again, thank you, man, for, for rocking with me, for the support. And I tell anybody this, man. Yeah, they say blood is thicker than water, but loyalty overrides all. Mm. Come on now. And, and, and I know that's a bold statement, but you know it's a factual statement. You, you, you from from just from the short time we've met, you 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 put your neck out and, and, and you've opened your arms, man, and, and just you know invited me in and, and just saying, "Big homie, I, I got you. I, I see what you're doing. Whatever I can do to collab or vice versa, keep me posted." So. Hey man, I'm just glad that uh you know is 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 out there like that, and and it is genuine. It's not like you thirsty or you got a hidden agenda. Cause you again, this is for the flagrant two. I can see where it's going, but right. as I grow, I'm 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 just being real with people. What do you want? What what do you want from me, man? Man, <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just saying. saying. And again, you like you said, I know I'm shifting away from sports, but the message behind my success as a sports podcaster or a podcaster as a whole and linking up with dope brothers, whether you're in L.A., uh, Chicago, down south in Houston or, 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 or East Coast somewhere in Jersey, DMV, New York, it don't matter, man. I'm just fortunate to now have some solid men in various parts of the country in the United States that really believe in, in me and, and, and what I bring to the table. So, yeah, Without big question. dog. So I appreciate you, man. And, and but yeah, just just and you was real, like Merv. I'm just trying to help, bro. You know, what I'm saying? help me, man, help I'm, you. I'm like, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm question. Man. Iron sharp as iron. It one hundred percent is because every time I have a conversation with you, big homie, like I learned something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like I, I think I. Oh, you know what? I actually, I don't know. Oh, I did mention it to you when we was on the phone last time. But like even just like listening to your opening of your show. The way that your opening is set up is is the way I'm about to set my opening up. I got I got a little little theme music coming. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> little, little Shout out to the coming. young lady CJ man. I follow her on uh, Twitter as well, man. So that's what's up, man. Uh, yeah, appreciate I'm glad that. She you know what I'm saying? But, movement, man, and and just supporting supporting each other, man. So no, that's that's what's up, man. I look forward to checking it out as well. Yeah, it's 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 dope. She t- she adding some fine little tweaks to it, man, and you know. Just, I'm 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 excited to unveil it to y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? I can't eat, I can't wait. But you, but like you, I said, you can give man, me that sample though, big dog. You can shoot it to my phone. You know, what I'm I won't leak it. I won't leak so it to the world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, don't 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 let don't let push a T here, man. I don't, oh I don't, I don't. man, that's a whole other story too. But can go ahead, big dog. I'm all, we be again four hours later. Man, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, hey, before we get up out of here though, I do gotta, especially with you being a Houston cat, man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta know. Are you hoping that they sign Carmelo, man? <clears throat> I had a show episode 87 called Bandwagon. So mm. uh, all I'ma say is this. You should have went there the first time. You know what I mean? Because now full it's a little circle. Late now. Now it's a good chance you gonna go back to where you should have went the first place. That's all I'm gonna say to that. But to your point, him and CP, CP three, Melo, Wade, and LeBron, solid relationship. Very solid. Melo and LeBron, two kind of a similar position ish, but coming to Houston, perfect. Stretch four, can play the three, can open up and spread the floor. 
Do you see him in the starting lineup, or would you prefer to see him coming off the bench? For the sake of Melo's career, if I was him, I, I would want to do. I would. I would. I would say six man. And the reason why I don't say starter, his defense with that type of team is not going to help. Not at all. If he had more defensive presence, I would say start. But because of his defense, in my opinion, is a liability and is typically been like that throughout his career, even in his prime, that's going to put a lot of pressure on CP3 to get them steals or Capella if he do get beat to defend and block them shots. Yep. Yep. And can you imagine Carmelo going up against other teams' second unit? Eat them alive. That's I don't like six man of the year award. Carmelo Anthony, four time Olympian, ten time All Star. Too often, egos get in the way of players' careers. Man, one of my favorite all time players, all time, Allen Iverson. I wish he would have in late in his career. I wish he'd have just accepted the fact that it's time to start coming off the bench. Yep, I agree. It does not take away from your legacy. Yep. It does not take away from the Hall of Famer that you are, the first Hall of Famer that you Absolutely. are. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's going to extend your career about three, four, five years. Yep. Denver, Memphis, Detroit, and even back to Philadelphia. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah. He would have been two, three times, six man of the year award, probably even an all-star the same year. Man. He's still getting the minutes. He just tanned up the second unit and the first unit tied. So he got more energy. And he finishing the games. Yeah. And, and and you adding to your to your all time stats because now instead of having to retire in this year, you retire in two, three years down the line yeah. and you adding a good, you know, let's say 12, 12 points a game. Uh-huh. You know, so that's that that's eight that that's eight hundred nine hundred points that you add to your to your accolades. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that, now you're moving up to all time scoring list on top of that. Yep. Yeah. Hey so. man, that's that's hey, that's one hundred. Well, I that's appreciate I, you, big dog. We didn't we didn't put in some work. Definitely. Definitely. As usual, man, it's it's what we do. And you know I'm working on that LA trip soon. 2019 got some things up my sleeve. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be here with, I'm gonna be here with a with a, with a uh, adult beverage in hand. Wait, come on, and uh, you know you BTG know gonna want to come through too now. BTG, ah! hey, hey, <laughs> I, me and BTG met met for the first time earlier today, man. We actually recorded a little bit about hip hop earlier today, man. It was dope. He told me to give you a shout out. You know what I'm saying when I, I holler at you. I appreciate it, man. I just do I just do this, man, for the love and support, man. Anything extra, hey, is an added bonus. So. Before you go, MTV, just let the world know, first, your podcast on how they can reach you if they did not check you out on the Flickin' 2 or just kind of went through the first few minutes not paying attention. Just kind of reiterate it, how they can search uh, your podcast, where they can find you, and that'll be it. Yeah, Poolside Chats is the name of the show. You can find it on your Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Poolside Chats. Uh, as far as the actual podcast, it's on iTunes, it's on SoundCloud, it's on Stitcher, it's on Tuned In Radio, Poolside Chats. If for whatever reason you can't figure that out, just go to poolsidechats.com, <laughs> baby. You can find me everywhere. I love it. I love it. But yeah, man, real dope sports conversations. Talk as a whole. Our listeners like, man, Murph, you got to bring MTV back. They said it on the first episode of The Flagrant 2. Yes, and sir. we brought you back. 
So <laughs> I'm sure we're going to get the same thing. But world, hey, man, first time listeners, those who rocking with MTV, checking me out for the first time. Thank you for rocking with me. I do this every week. Just looking to link up with dope people. But you can find me on Twitter and IG at it's dmurph, I-T-S-D-M-U-R-P-H. You can email me personally. It's dmurph at yahoo.com. You can find the show on most platforms, including iHeartRadio and Spotify. And that's it, y'all. But we're going to catch y'all next time. Until next week. And we love y'all. Peace. For now, I am Cole Johnson of Cole Sports. And this has been your Why Not Sports Short. This has been a special report from Why Not Sports. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming already in progress.